Blog Talk Radio. you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Enjoy what, honey? Our great show, of course. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant because we were having giveaways this time. Oh, that is this week. Yep, it is. Okay, babe, but first, let's tell our listeners that... You can call us anytime by calling 347-215-8305, or you can get in our chat room. It's always open during our entire show. And today we have something special for you planned. We're talking about this thing called life. In our society, it's really funny how everything is ego-driven and that things that are bad are now made to be good and good made out to be bad. Yeah, I know, love. It just ain't right. Back in the day, our elders, they had it right. There was respect <laughs> on a much, much higher level. There was respect for life also. And I know that's right. And you know what? Nowadays, people are just making mistakes and we need to come together and decide, you know, yes. you know, just basically as a world and stop all this violence, stop this disrespect, and learn to get it like we had it in the old days. What do you think about that? Baby, let me ask you a question because I totally agree with that. That's what I'm talking about. Let me ask you a question. But first, anybody out there feeling what we're saying, make sure you call 347-215-8305 or log into our chat room right now. Honey, and your question Okay. Why is it, do you think, babe, that the bad stuff in our world is so sensationalized in the media today? I must say, I think that society is you know, people they follow, you know what I mean? Nobody's really yeah. leading. Pretty much everybody's influenced by others and their thoughts and how they carry themselves and, you know, what they're doing. If it looks like it's the cool thing, then that's what they're doing. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, it's interesting, you know, the old saying goes, Sex sales. That's another thing, you know. They're putting stuff out there, and these kids are getting, you know, desensitized to all of that, and there we go. Yes, I, I totally agree with that, it, it, and it's unfortunate in a lot of ways. But two two points that I look at in this whole thing, babe, are, one, what matters in your life, and, two, the appreciation for life itself. And when I say what matters, That's I'm right. talking about family, health, love, and life. Those are the things that, at least I know in our household, that matter. And I feel they used to matter back in the day. You look at your family, you have your family. That is your stable. That is your building block, your cornerstone. Obviously, then you go on to your health. Your health is, without your health, what do you got? You don't really have anything. You don't have anything. And if you're not a person that sets your own goals, sets your own sights, you know, and what you want to do, then of course you're going to end up doing what? end up following or falling prey to what society has put out there as the way, and that's really not the way. Also, babe, I, I look at the appreciation for life, and I look at the ups and downs, and, and a lot of people on the upswing, everything is great, and everybody is happy and excited, but when there's that down, instead of learning from that, 
they take it in such a bad way. And I, I look at it, and, and I, I talk to, to you all the time, and, and we know that all of this is good because I quoted a uh, a book on here when we talked about books uh, a couple weeks ago, and it's and it's Deepak Chopra, The Way of the Wizard. And inside of that book, he quotes, he says, when looking in the ashes, look well. And what he's saying by that is sometimes in the ashes of disaster, because that happens, you have to find that good thing. Are you able, though, to look inside the ashes and dig and find that positive thing? Because even in something bad, there is something good. Would you say, babe? I would definitely say that. And, you know, I, I think Deepak Chopra, everybody who's not familiar with him, he's a great author. We've read his books, you know, like you said, The Way of the Wizard. It's a very enlightening book. It will open your eyes to a lot of things. I recall the first day me and Doug read the book, we were shocked. We were looking at the world in a totally different way. So if you get a chance, go out and pick up it's the way of the wisdom. I just want to go but I don't Because it's not talking about much. Yeah, if, if you don't, and if you do say it, babe, all of a sudden, sometimes people are looking at you as either you're preaching or you don't know what you're talking about. But the one thing that I can say that, that we're both speaking from to to our listeners and hope that they're getting is life experiences that we've had because we've been through a lot and we're just trying to share what we have with you guys. And at the same time, strike up a conversation, whether it be tonight with us or whether it be tomorrow or the next day when you're at work, just talking about life and letting people understand and see that we have to find an appreciation for life that sometimes is missing in our society, unfortunately. And that's most definitely the truth. You know, we have a, a question that someone emailed, and they're asking, what is our thoughts on the way, um, you know, everything is, the, the state of this world, you know, as far as global warming goes, it looks like they want to know what we think about, you know, the fact that we're in war right now. And, you know, the um, it says here that people are losing their homes. I mean, well, that's bad. Yeah, that, that, is, that is crazy because... When when we look at all the things that we have to understand, everything that is done is going to come back, and that is karma. And if we're not treating the earth correctly, the earth is going to take care of itself. The earth is going to make tidal waves, and it's going to make storms, and it's going to make whatever it needs to replenish itself. And it's unfortunate that sometimes I think from greed our society looks, whether it's draining oil, whatever it is, and then we have to suffer. And it's unfortunate that, that we can't get a grip and see the true things and the things that really mean something. And that's trying to take care of not only each other, but this earth, this where we're living at right now. That's right. And, you know, on the topic of, of some things being bad and made to be good, you know how they put up on the television, you know, certain movies, they it's violent, you know, and that's cool because we like action-packed flicks, but yeah. kids aren't able to decipher that that's not good and that's, you know, a bad thing, and they, they tend to emulate that. You know, we have a six-year-old son, and sometimes he'll go, Mom, I'm going to kill all the bad guys, and I find myself saying, <laughs> no, we're not going to kill, we're not going to shoot, you know, but then you have to buy them the video games, you have to buy them the toys because... It's commercials on TV, and they're seeing other kids with it. You want your kid to feel like they have the cool toys as well. So where do you draw the line? What do you do? It, that, that's difficult because you can also take it to that, that wrestling theme. Because
because a lot of the kids, I, I remember we watched a special, and it was showing that kids were, like, in the backyard jumping off of, like, <laughs> trees and stuff yeah. and, you know, yeah, thinking that, that they can do the same thing that they're seeing these people do on TV, and that's desensitizing the kids. And all of a sudden now they're breaking arms and legs and fracturing things, and, and they don't understand. And if, if we don't put we, – we've tried with PG-13 and these things, but I, I don't – particularly think that those are even strong enough sometimes. Well, actually, PG-13, they say it's PG-13, but then you go in there and you see nudity, you see, cur- you know, swearing, you see some other things that, you know, isn't PG-13, and then regular television, it has its ups and downs as well. You turn on a commercial, all of a sudden you watch a TV with your child, and they're pop adult content. Yeah. And you're like, okay, who do I call? Because this is ridiculous. There's a time and place for everything. But this is with my son sitting here or my daughter sitting here and they're wondering and you're embarrassed so you're like oh god let me change the subject let me click the channel and they've already spotted it seen it arch smart so he's already done registered oh that lady's boobs was out I don't, I don't want my son thinking right, in those right, you know right. our son thinking in those ways yeah. you know I, just don't, I think when he grows up he'll be a yeah, I, I was talking to mom in the kitchen the other day when we were cooking breakfast, and, and she was saying that y- you couldn't say, when she was younger, you couldn't even say damn on TV. And I was I was remembering because the worst thing I remember when I was growing up was maybe Benny Hill on, <laughs> on television. And he was on at, in the middle of the night, like Didn't 12 o'clock. Watch Benny Hill. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you were just like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden it just exploded, it seemed like. And yeah. it, it was everywhere. And before you knew it, the little kids, and you can't really separate. And, and I'm going to tell you what happened, honey. They figured out. Wait a minute, Benny Hill's doing great. We see all these people tuning in, and they got these women running around fast with no tops on. These people are liking this. Let's do more, but let's change it and do this and this and this, and it just kept going. And they pushed the envelope a little bit, and then the networks was like, oh, people will still tune in. We'll do it. They didn't really get regulated. Now yeah. they're starting to get regulated. you got groups saying, uh, we're not going to put up with this. We need some, you know, some lines drawn here. You guys are getting yeah. looser and looser pretty soon. On regular television, it's not going to be any decipherment between PG, rated R. You know, con- you know, some shows do say, you know, we watch a lot of the murder shows, the right. first 48, and it does say adult content, parental discretion is advised. Yeah. But there is a lot of them that just slide it right on in there before <laughs> you know it. There's some stuff going on. <laughs> no, no question. And I, I think as a society, in a lot of ways, we're suffering. And, and by all means, we do, uh, my wife and I, watch a lot of that stuff. But we're grown, and that's, that's right. for that's for grown people. And Watch a lot of that stuff? Where are you go- What? Oh, How you, you going to share our business like Hey, well, you know, I'm <laughs> saying, well, you know, I, I love. <laughs> he, he's talking about uh, violence, you guys. He's talking about fighting, that kind of yeah. thing. He's not talking about other things. You know, all of us, you know, we, we, we've grown and sexy here now, so let's not go there. Let's keep it copacetic. You know, that's my favorite saying on this radio show. Uh, this lean called life, though, is a beautiful thing. And with all of that that we said, it is still something to be truly cherished, I will say that, and truly appreciated through all of that. We just have to try to find a way and at the same time lead our children and our youth because that's the next stage. And as they come up, they need to learn. And I, and I would say, you know, we got a, a message from someone saying, could you please give us some advice, Jackie Doug? We know you're not saying you're perfect parents or anything like that, but could you please give us some advice on what we can do to have our situation be like your guys'? And I would first and foremost just say, you know, my husband homeschools our kids. Um, we do a lot of things as a family. We have really close-knit 
um, friends, that almost family children, or they are like family, I should say, that it's a comfortable bond that we all share. And I wouldn't change that, so I would definitely say is, you know, do everything as a unit. It gives the support that the child is looking for and needs. And, you know, a lot of kids that grew up with parents on the or like myself without a dad, but I had, you know, eight sisters and brothers, you still feel lonely, kind of. So when you have that whole big nucleus around you, it gives you a whole different, you know, sense of confidence, would you say? I, I will agree. I, I will say that it, it takes a village to raise a child. And uh, our group, like my wife said, is extremely tight, and, and we keep it that way because of the influences that are around okay. our children. And we want them to be positive. We want them to see something positive. And like my wife said, we're not perfect, but what we are doing is trying to make sure that what we're putting around our children is something that, in the, at the end of the day, they're going to try to aspire to be. They're going to hear some knowledge. They're going to hear something that's being said. And I think that that ultimately is helping to encourage their life in a positive manner. That's right. I, I would have to most definitely say that. And, you know, in following out and rounding out this segment, you know, we could talk about this thing called life for, for many hours and never get to the bottom of it because it's such a big deal. But, you know, as we say in our blog, you know, it, it is worth living and it's something that we all must agree we enjoy doing. But, you know, we have to start taking a lot more seriously. And, you know, we talk about HIV and AIDS a lot on our shows, and I'll use this time to say that it's a very, very important cause. Please pay attention to it. It's out there. It's happening. I know there's beautiful men and women out there you see and you have thoughts and you're like, oh, that person's gorgeous. I wonder what that would be like to go out and date them. But always consider in your mind that age doesn't have a look. You know, you might see somebody that looks in totally great health and they may be infected with HIV. And that's a life and death situation you're making. So you have to really take that seriously. I mean, honey, what would you say? There's, there's a guy we met when we were in Washington, D.C., a little, um, he's not a teenager, but a young kid, real nice, soft-spoken gentleman, and he happens to be infected with HIV and AIDS. He's going to tour with us around the country to bring awareness and education to this cause that we're fighting, and it's, you would be shocked. You know, you, when he was talking, you would think to yourself, I wonder if he's infected, and it was really strange to find out later that he was because he still had a lot of life in him, and he really wants to, to bring awareness and education. So there again, in life, everybody's not dealt you know, the good, the good no, shot. You know, everybody no has. Yeah, that, that that was a powerful time for us because we were just learning. But when you talk about life and then you see situations like that, mm-hmm. it opens not only your eyes, but it opens your heart in a way that all of a sudden you wake up because a lot of the times I think that we're walking around blind because, like you say, we're desensitized, so you think that everything that looks good is good, and that's not true. And we have to understand that we have to take and make better choices for ourselves and making sure that we're trying to make the right choice. And those choices are are matching these goals and these different things that we're setting for ourselves. Because a lot of people, and I know a lot of people, that say, I'm trying to do this, but the things that they're doing on a day-to-day aren't matching with what they're trying to do in it, and they're not understanding why they're not reaching their goals. Well, see, there goes back to the fact that people, if you don't have a set goal list, if you don't have your sights put where you want to go, you can end up falling prey to what's out there. Let's face it, you guys, there's a lot of emptying and tantalizing things happening out there in that big old world. You have to make sure that you're taking your life seriously, taking what comes with it seriously, enjoying it at the same time. And if you can give back to the kids, 
so compromise on Whether it's your kids, your kids, your nephew, your niece, a stranger, a child in need, sick child, whatever it may be, they're the next generation. They're up and coming. They're in and know that that we're not preaching, but what we are doing is trying to share with you some of the knowledge that we've had and that we've experienced, and hope that you will spread that knowledge. Because ultimately, if somebody maybe had spread that on us, might miss some of these potholes that unfortunately as people go it is. The fashion and the, the fancy cars and all the great... Oh, wait. got to talk about the, the nice movies that's out. I mean, what did we watch the other day? The Kingdom? Oh, that was beautiful. Uh, Jamie Foxx? Yeah, I, I don't think they're doing the damn thing. Yes, you are, man. I, I, we watched that movie and I was just like, hey, I hear him. That, and, and it was powerful at the same time because he was really trying to do something to help them. No question. Doug and Jackie? Hey, we have some callers on the line. How are you? Calling? Hi, I'm. I'm we calling from Washington D.C. We have. I have Patrick on the line. He wanted to say something to you guys. Oh, hello, Patrick. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, it's good to talk to you. Yeah, I just want to uh, thank you, uh, Doug, and your wife and your daughter for coming down to D.C. Um, spreading the information about HIV and AIDS to our community, letting the youth know about HIV and HIV and AIDS and um just giving like the West Block community. And I just uh, I just wanna thank you for the opportunity to be on your show and I wanna thank Miss Daddy Miss Daddy Jones for, you know saying, giving me the opportunity. Uh I just I just wanna thank you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Patrick. It is an honor to be on the phone with you. We were just talking about you and how strong you were and, and you know, how much of a good person you were and for us meeting you. I, I, I thank you. And we're going to tour the country. We're going to bring awareness. We love you. We we dare for you. We, you're, you know, we're family. So you don't worry about that. And let's do some big things. Let's bring awareness and education because, you know, basically you're no different than any of the rest of us. You know, we all together in this whole fight. Yes, thank you, Patrick, so much. And any time you want to call in and join us, please do. And if it's not on the radio, you always have our personal line. You can call us there also. And we have an email coming through, Patrick. Do you mind answering the question? They wanted to know how old are you and how do you, how do you what would you get tell someone else that's in the same situation? Caller. Well, when he gets back on the line, yep. definitely, please, patch him back into us. We'd love to have him on the show and answer these questions. We'll put this question on a rain check and hold on to the next time. But that's beautiful for us to get to talk to the very person that we were just discussing and the fact that he's so brave to talk about the fact that he has HIV and AIDS. And I hope I'm not in line for um, saying that, but that's what he's thanking us for, and, and we adore him for that. No question. I, like I said, that, that was a life-changing experience, not only for myself, but I, I know for my wife. And ultimately, our daughter was able to see some things and experience some things that, that she didn't know being 14 years old. And that's really what we want for her so that she can understand how serious this is out here and that she has to make the right decisions. And, and we're just blessed, Patrick, to have you, Betty, to have you. And it, it, it's a beautiful thing. That's 
Okay, they're having some technical difficulties out in Washington, D.C., but thank you for joining us on the line. And, you know, again, thank you, Patrick. And, uh, hello? Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for coming out, D.C. Uh, thank you. Anytime, Patrick. Anytime. Most definitely, anytime. And i got a surprise for you. What was that? What's that? Tell me. Come on. Listen. What you hear? What? Basketball is my favorite sport. They like the way I dribble up and down the court. Yeah. Fast break, I can give you what you asked for. Crossover so swift like it's fast forward. Smooth like T-Mac off the backboard. Assist pass back door, man. And we thought we'd let you guys enjoy a little bit of fun. Because we want to talk about some real special things today. We got a surprise for y'all. Yes, we do. And this week, we not only have a special guest for our sports segment, but we have a true, you guys hear me, a true sports fanatic. And we call him the Wizzle. W-I-Z-Z-L-E. Come on and talk to me. And he'll be here with us every week, so make sure you tune in for his picks. He's going to give you all of his choices in the NFL football, y'all. Am I, am I on? You know it, man. Talk to me. Talk to me. The Christies. The Christies. Yes, yes, y'all. Time to talk NFL football. <laughs> yes, just what I was thinking. Why don't you bless us with this week's picks that the Wizzle has? Certainly. We'll start at the top of the pick uh, for week 14. Uh, we've got the Carolina Panthers traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The line has uh, the Jags by ten and a half points. Look for the Panthers. I'm sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Look for the Panthers to make it tough and the Jags to run, run, run. Jones Drew and Mr. Fred Taylor. The Wizzle says 24-13 in favor of the Jags. Our second contest has the Miami Dolphins 0-12 in Buffalo to take on the Bills, who are 6-6. Six and six. The line has the Bills by seven points. Hey, there might be some good news on the horizon for Miami fans. A win is in your future. I feel it. I picked the Dolphins in this one with defense. Remember the game against the Steelers last week? Hmm. I got the Dolphins in this one, 17-10. Our next contest has the New York Giants, who are 8-4 and four right now in Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, who are 5-7. and seven. The line has the Eagles by three points. McNabb returns for the Eagles, and they've been playing well as of late uh, as a unit. The Giants have been losing their stride momentum-wise. The Eagles will be too physical this week. I got the Eagles in this one, 28-17. The Raiders are in Green Bay to take on the Pack. The line has the Pack by 10. Raiders fans, you may get a glimpse of Jamarcus Russell this week, for a few series at least. Five to start, again, keeping a streak of 269 straight starts alive. What a player. Packers do it big this week, 35-10. to 10. San Diego is in Tennessee to take on those Titans. This is an even match game, says the line. Last meeting was in 2006. The Chargers took the contest in a lopsided victory, 40-7. to That team was a Schottenheimer team. This team is not. 
The Titans are tough, run stoppers, and Vince Young is a stud. Which puts the game in David Rivers' hands? The Titans take this one, 24-17. We've got the Rams traveling to Cincinnati to take on those Bengals, who are 4-8 and eight right now. Wow. No Mark Bolger this week for you Rams. The Bengals stomped the Rams out this week, 39. Tampa Bay, 8-4, and four, traveled to Houston to take on those Texans, who are 5-7 and seven right now. The line has the Bucks plus 3.5. The Texans are not bad. Probably a team ready to turn a corner in the near future. But right now, the Bucks are just a better complete unit. Look for the Bucks to take this one, 21-17. Here's a key note for you Texas fans. If the game is within three points, Texans kicker Chris Brown is 5 for 5 on field goals of 50 50 yards plus this season. Something to keep your eyes out for late in the contest if it is within the field goal. Moving on, Arizona is traveling to Seattle to take on those Hawks. This is a matchup of contest. Uh, Let's see, the Cardinals are 6 and 6, Seattle's 8 and 4. Big, big game right here. Uh, The line is the Seahawks by 7. The Cardinals are a tough team. Last meeting, the Cards took it 23-20 at home. The Cards have a four-game losing streak win in Seattle, though. The Hawks will clinch their fourth consecutive NFC West title with this win. The Wizzle says Hawks, 27, Cards, 14. Minnesota, 6-6, is in San Francisco to take on the 49ers, who are 3-9. The line is the Vikings, 8.5-point favorites. Morris Peterson, Chester Taylor, why pass the ball, Vikings? The 49ers are just, well, you know, they have Alex Smith and Trent Dilfer. Hey, Adrian Peterson goes for 150-plus rushing this week and runs to a victory of 17-6. Cleveland Browns, 7-5, are in New York to take on those Jets, who are 3-9 right now, having a tough season. The line is the Browns by three and a half points. More rushing. Jamal Lewis versus the 29th ranked run defense. Romeo Camel's Browns are impressive at times and will take this one, 14-3. Kansas City is 4-8 and eight this, at this point in the season, and they're in Denver to take on those Broncos, who are 5-7. and seven. The line is the Broncos by three and a half point favorite. Look for the losing trend to continue for the Chiefs, 4-8, and eight, as the injury bug snaps another season for Herm Edwards. Jay Cutler has been good lately, 109.8 passer rating. I look for the Broncos to steal this one, 24-10. Moving on to the, the, the prime, the prime, the prime game. Let's look at this one. Dallas, 12-1, and are in Detroit to take on those Lions. The line has Dallas, 10.5-point favorite. John Kittner's comments, uh, I don't know if you guys are listening, but about the defender Terrence Newman are fielded the fire for this week's meeting between these two teams. Kittner has been sacked the league leading 47 times. It will be 50-plus after this game. Cowboys, 35. Lions, 13. Then we have a feature game of the week. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 9-3, and three, and they travel to New England and take on those Patriots who are 12-0. and 0. The line has the Pats, the Pat Patriots, excuse me, 10.5-point favorites. Can you say last chance to stop a perfect season? The Steelers are more than capable of pulling off the upset. 
They're physical and have talented balancers on both sides of the ball. The key is you can't make mistakes against the Pats. Hey, nobody said the perfect season would be easy. You remember the 72 Dolphins record? If not, look it up. Check it out. Look at some of the scores. Anyhow, I got the Patriots taking this one, 24, Steelers, 20. Indianapolis Colts are 10-2, and two, and they are in Baltimore to take on those Ravens, who are 4-8 and eight right now. The line is the Colts, 9-point favorites. Colt fans, Marvin Harrison is out with the knee injury this week. Sorry about that. This will be a battle of a couple very physical defenses, though. At the end of the day, I believe that Peyton Manning's Colts will be one possession better. We're going to say Colts 13, Ravens 7. And then on our Monday night football contest, the New Orleans Saints travel to Atlanta to, check, to take on those Falcons. A battle of 5-7 and seven Saints and the 3-9 and nine Falcons teams, which has the Saints four-point favorites. Look for Drew Brees to light it up, moving the Saints to 6-7. and seven. Falcons fans, where's the firepower, huh? Saints, 24, Falcons, 7. And that wraps up this week. Don, if you, Don, if you have, I, I'm pretty much, I, I think that's a wrap. Oh, I so. Definitely the whistle gave us all his predictions for this week, and now we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk a little bit of... Beautiful T. Before we go, why don't you bless us with Floyd Mayweather and Ricky Pat? Just give me uh, who you think's gonna win that fight, buddy. Okay, well I'll give you a little bit of history. Last time that an uh, English fighter came to the United States was in 1980, and Sugar Ray was uh, beat his man down at the end of the fight. Uh, so what we've got in this one, I've got Mayweather taking the win, but with a decision. I really think that Haddon's a good fighter, and I don't think uh, a lot of people are giving, giving him credit. So uh, I anticipate the key uh, matchups. This is going to be one of the key key fights to bring uh, uh, boxing back to some sort of prominence. So it's it's a it's a it's going to be a key fight tonight. You got it. Well, thank you, Wizzle. As always, it's a true pleasure. We appreciate your expertise. So until next week, respect to you, man. Thank you, Wizzle. Hello, Doc. Yes. How you doing, Doc? This is Ashley. I'm sorry about the little interruption. I was just getting out the car, and I haven't had a little time. But I'm in a quiet sound right now. I'm in the house right now, so if you want Not a problem. We we appreciate it, Patrick. We just wanted to say thank you for calling and, and blessing us because we were just talking about you and just talking about your experience and the experience that we had down there in Washington, D.C. with you, and it, it was just tremendous, not only for myself and my wife, our daughter, our family, everybody that was with us that day. Thank you so much, Patrick. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and baby, that's all you know I got to have my fix. <laughs> Basketball is my favorite sport. They like the way I dribble up and down the court. Yeah, fast break, I can give you what you ask for. That gives me hype. That's uh, I remember when you were playing all the time. And I can't wait to get back out on the court. This is past back door, man. Here, my sister coming out and in the warm up lines, and you just sit there shooting, and I'm like, oh, he gonna put it on him tonight. I can't wait. And then you guys go out there, and then as a team, you guys just dominate. I really miss those days, and I know we're on our way back there, though. 
Oh, yes. No question. We'll be back there soon, and, and I'm loving it. I love that song, by the way. I know. Where'd you get I, that from? A uh, secret little area that I uh, keep my my surprises for all our listeners out there. And we see there's a lot of callers on the line. Thank you guys for calling in and, and relaxing and staying with us and, and uh, enjoying the show with us. And um, we're going to get ready to move right into something very special, and that would be Hot Topics. And we have um, a really sad topic to talk about first today, and that would be the shooting in Nebraska at the mall. And, honey, I mean, what's your thoughts? What's going on with us in America? I mean, that's what we're talking about is life today, but that's not life, that's it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's craziness. I mean, we're looking at a 20-year-old kid that, that goes into a mall and just lets loose with a, pretty much a machine gun, kills eight people. And it's a sad state of affairs uh, over the fact that I guess that he had lost his girlfriend, lost his job, and ultimately, I guess, lost his mind. And uh, unfortunately, that's what we're going through from Columbine to all these things. I think kids are, are finding that they're seeing something on television. They're seeing these things in their daily lives. And all of a sudden, they're finding that they have no hope or at least thinking that they have no hope. And this is the way that they're going about handling that. Yeah, that's a terrible thing. I mean, they said that the kid had already threatened suicide prior times before and was ignored. And, again, you know, we're talking about life, you guys, and anybody out there hearing this kind of stuff, you know, somebody threatening, definitely tell the authorities because you could be saving someone's life. I mean, they said that he stood above everyone in the mall and he pointed the shotgun down onto people and started shooting, and they're in there to shop for Christmas. I mean, you know, not to go negative, but please, 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 guys out there, if any of you are listening, you have any kind of thoughts, call us. We're not experts. We'll talk to you. We're your friends. And let's stop the violence. Definitely stop the violence. And then moving on, we got Brad Pitt and what he was doing in New Orleans. What do you think about that? And building those houses for all the people from the storm, you know, from that, that problem. Yeah, Hurricane Katrina. I think that, that that's wonderful. I mean, uh, as we can see, it's years later, and that situation still isn't handled, and ultimately it's going to take some time to do it. But uh, for, for him to go down there and start building homes, I think it's beautiful. And, you know, that's right. That is beautiful. And I, I heard some things, you know, with the media reports, because, you know, I follow the, the media a little bit, and i seen that there was some people saying some negative comments about, oh, he's just trying to get in the limelight. He's trying to get on TV. This is a superstar. This is somebody that's already been on TV. And... You know, what him and his wife or his future wife, Angelina, or whoever she is to him, is doing is special because they're helping people, and we believe in that. Yeah, helping people is always a good thing. I I definitely agree with you on that one. And then, you know, finalizing our Hot Topics area, we are back in Washington. It's freezing cold, but we're glad to be back. Would you say, honey? Oh, it it is awesome. I know that while we were gone, we had some crazy storms, but just being back home is a beautiful thing. That fresh air getting off the plane was awesome. It was awesome? Oh, my Or or was it just kind of good? No, it was was (laughs) awesome. I'll say that. It was fantastic. Just to be back home is a wonderful thing, although it is cold, no question. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, we, we were supposed to cover a topic last week, and we're going to make sure we get it in this time, honey. Remember, because you said we cannot keep telling them that, and oh, that's yes. flirting. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, it, it, a question that came in to us is, Doug and Jackie, do you guys feel like flirting is harmful to a relationship? 
Oh, my goodness. No question. I, I would have to say that that is probably one of the, the biggest things. And whether it, it is truly going on or it's misconception because there's a bit of uncomfortableness or un, not communication between two people, flirting is definitely not something that can be condoned. You wouldn't, as a man, you wouldn't want your woman doing it. And as under- a woman, you don't, you know. What's your man doing? No, no question. That That's just not something that, that you're going to want. You want faithfulness. You want monogamy. And that's what's sexy. What's sexy is not going out and trying to find somebody else. What's sexy is finding that person that you got and loving and cherishing them. And I almost have to add, you guys, and I see some people here on the line. Um, if you want to just sit back and relax and listen to the show, that's fine, too. We enjoy having you. You can call in at any time at 347 347- 215-8305 or you can email us at DougChristie.com JackieChristie.com InfiniteLoveProductions.com and it goes on and on. If you go to Jackie or DougChristie.com you will be able to be led to all our other sites and you'll be able to go right into um, locating us and talking to us and giving us your thoughts. But, you know, we really, really um, encourage you guys to call in anytime you want during any of our live blogs. And, um, you know, it's time for those Christmas gift ideas, baby. No question. Christmas is here, y'all. And I know everybody out there has somebody that they want to give something special to. So what do you got, baby? I have my prediction, or my, not my prediction, but my suggestion and my gift idea for 2007 Christmas gift. And we have five of them, by the way. I would say for men, a new pair of jeans, ladies. Seven for all my mankind has some gorgeous ones. And everybody loves a nice pair of jeans. Oh, no question. I, I would personally, I would love a pair of jeans. So you might just want to put that on my list. <laughs> but you know who I, I would say also is another gift, and I want to give kudos to at the same time, is Stefan Marbury for his very well-priced tennis shoes and clothing. That's a great idea and, and a gift for some sports fans who, who obviously love shoes, sportswear. He's got some things out there that are very reasonably priced, but at the same time, you're going to get to wear what an NBA player is wearing, and, and your kids are going to enjoy them at the same time, speaking of his tennis shoes. And, honey, you're right. That is very, very that, – that should be some kudos given out to him because aren't they reasonably priced like $15 or something like that you guys that's a hot gift you know and no and your child will have the latest in fashion and you know kids love to have the hot items so I would go to my next um, gift suggestion and I would say the Verizon VCast cell phone and we can say that we can speak by experience on that we have one of those and for people like me that's ignorant to texting because I haven't learned that yet our daughter has but I haven't that phone is the best phone because you can type into it, you can go on the Internet, and it's bigger buttons, so your fingers reach everything a lot easier. So it's, it's, it acts like a BlackBerry, but it's easier to use, and you can push the buttons easier. Okay, I'm, I'm liking that. I'll take one of those, too. That's okay. fine. Uh, also, you, you know, another one is I'm going to go sexy here. This is for, for the, yes, what? I am. I'm going to go sexy on you. And this is a, either men or women can both give this gift. And this gift is the gift of originality. 
You can make something from your own hands. And there's nothing more sexy than giving somebody a gift that you made, that you put your time into, whether that be writing a poem, drawing something for them. There's a store out there for, for all of you that know, and it's called Mike's. They have everything for arts and crafts, any and everything that you might want from drawing to making anything. And you can make something very special for the one that you love. And I'm telling you, that's something that they will cherish always. Yeah, that's right. And then I, I would follow that up, and that's pretty hard to follow that. That's, that's a really great gift. You were very creative in that. I mean, wow, how can you, you know, top that? But I'm not going to try it. I'm just going to compliment my husband. I'm going to suggest Starbucks gift card. If you're from Seattle, <laughs> if you're from Seattle, you definitely love your cup of coffee. And even if you're from abroad, we notice when we travel the world that there's Starbucks on every corner, and definitely love a nice cup. You get the grande soy latte, extra hot, and we put the cup holder around it, and we just sip it, and you know you got to pick up a blueberry muffin with that, or gone, gone there you go. something along those lines, so definitely, and if you don't want to go through Java, because the line is pretty long, you know, you want to go and you want to get a gift card, and you can get that at the Safeway, if you're going to Seattle, or a grocery store, period. Every store now, they've been having a gift. So, you know, pick up a gift card and give me that specific gift. It's not expensive, but it's a sweet gift, and I think everybody would like it for a set of pots and pans. No question. I think that that is a great gift because uh, you're thinking, especially if the person likes coffee, because that's something that, hey, on their day they got that in their wallet. They don't have to really dig in and grab no money. They can pull their card out, bam, get their coffee, and they're on their way. And if you need it, uh, want to get special, you go ahead and get you a double shot or a triple shot. <laughs> That's that right. <laughs> and you know what, you guys? I, I know we said we were only going to give you guys five a week, and you have to tune in and get the other five. I'm feeling a little melancholy, and I want to give you, I want to give away something, first of all, and that is a book um, from us. And we said on one of our prior shows, No Ordinary Love by Doug and Jackie Christie, and this is not a plug, this is real, y'all. It's a very great gift, because we're sharing with you a labor of love, first and foremost, but we're giving you tips on how to make it last. I mean, nothing's perfect in life. We're not trying to say our relationship is perfect, but it's damn close. I love you, man. He's my soulmate, best friend. We really think that you can find a lot in our book. And again, it's called No Ordinary Love. By Doug and Jackie, it's available at Barnes Noble, Borders, our website, and see what you know. But that, that's something. But my tip for you guys, without losing my hand thought, is give a subscription. There's all kinds of education magazines out there, like Sports Illustrated, um, National Geographic, which my husband loves to read. Those are all good, and they're not expensive. For maybe sixty to a hundred dollars a year total, you can get a subscription in that. I just want to give you an extra little bonus to tune in and, and have a suggestion. I would love that, and if I knew I didn't have to pay that payment every month, <laughs> I'd really enjoy it. So that's just another um, suggestion. That we that's a good one right there. I see you on point tonight. I see that. Yeah, I, I don't have another one, y'all, because I'm gonna leave that up to my wife. That was that was beautiful because that's another gift that 
hey, it just keeps coming and the people don't have to worry about it before they know it. It's right in their mailbox. And like my wife said, whatever magazine is too, you're going to get something out of it because you know what that person likes. So you're going to get a magazine that goes with that person. And that's beautiful. I like that one, babe. You like that one? Yeah, that was good. And we see we have callers on the line. Feel free to jump in at any time and, and chat with us. You know, this is a conversation between not just me and Doug, but you, the listener, as well. And we enjoy having you. And, um, baby, there's some questions in our romance. Uh-oh. They want to know. First, this one's posed to me. It says, J.C., would you call love sexy? And my answer to that, um, to you out there, Sheila, I would definitely call love sexy. I would say that, you know, a stigma was placed on it. Like, oh, my God, that's corny. Oh, my goodness. You know, don't talk love. But I would definitely have to say it is the, if not you know, number one, it is in the top three of the most sexiest things that could be done in life because to love someone, you have to give up yourself and to be real in that love and not change and not um, go up and down or when there's a, a discrepancy or a problem or a misunderstanding, to still love that person purely, it's, it's hard to accomplish that and to achieve that and to feel that and really live what you speak. So I say that it's very sexy to be able to do that because there again, that shows a sign of control. and. Of being real, what are you saying? I would have to chime in on that one. I'm glad that you you left it open for me because <laughs> love, I would say, is probably the the singularly most sexy thing in the world, no question, because you find yourself vulnerable, and that's when you truly find yourself in a man. I just want to echo what you said. Love is sexy. No question to our, our caller out there who asked that question. Love is the sexiest thing going. Definitely. And then the second question, baby, is posed to you, Uh-oh. and it says, D.C., which would be Doug Christie, mm-hmm. do you feel peer group pressure to be unfaithful to Jackie, to your wife? Oh, no, but by all means, I would have to say no. I, I don't truly feel peer group pressure to be unfaithful to my wife because those I don't get involved in those things that would lend to something like that. But I can see around me how individuals and people that sometimes I'm around get involved in a peer group pressure to men for them to try to stray from their mate because like we were talking about earlier in life, society as a whole kind of, you know, pushes that out there, pushes that out there, and no one is talking about being faithful and, and loving and being committed. So if you're not hearing it, it's difficult for you to do it. But for me, myself, no. My, my peers and the people that I put around me, they don't do that. that. That's not what we're about. We're about a unit being strong over here. That's well, I'll tell you, as a woman, how I feel, and I feel, I would feel, if I had to go do that, terrible, because not only is it, you get low self-esteem, because you feel like, am I not good enough, it's, it's you know, this person doesn't love me the way that I love him, it's a mental group that I think is put on the person, so please make sure if you're out there and you're in a relationship, you can flirt all you want to, but flirt with your mate. Flirt with the woman that you love. Because if you make a woman feel loved, you make her know that she's the one, she's the queen, and she don't have anything to worry about, the rewards are unconscious. And you 
side with the world you're going to receive. Because that woman doesn't love you. You know, they, they say there's a song out there that says, when a man loves a woman, but I would have to say, when a woman loves a man, I really love you. I want everyone to I'm not crazy. What I'll say before the men out there, before we get off that subject, baby, is understand that the golden rule, you treat others the way that you want to be treated. And growing up, I've seen a lot of, of, uh, of violence and different things that gone behind somebody cheating or somebody flirting or something like that. And we have to understand that if that's what you want in your life, then that's what you're going to be doing because you're going to end up getting that. But at the same time, like my wife said, if you treat her like a queen, if you treat her special, the rewards are endless. And that goes both ways at the same time. But uh, I can attest to it, y'all, because I have a woman that loves me, that supports me, and she knows that I love her and support her. And that ultimately gives the strength to always keep on pushing, keep on going and really be down and love one another and in your household it just it makes it beautiful it does and 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 two one last thing it gives your kids something to strive for something that they're not having to see on tv something that they're not having to go out there and learn on their own they, they won't make the same mistakes as maybe we made growing up or other people have made growing up because they'll say my parents showed me the right way to do it so you know i just wanted to End that note. End on that note. And um, the next question goes out to myself and you, honey. But I'll let you answer it. And it is, what is infinite love? Oh, good, good question. Well, obviously, I, I would start. Oh, not to interrupt you, honey. Okay. That's from David in Buffalo, New York. Okay, David in Buffalo, New York. I will say this first of all, and, and I would say that infinite love obviously is infinity mixed with love. And when you look at it that way, you're looking at love that is boundless. There is no end to it. And whatever it is that you go through, whatever it is, you're down for each other. Infinite love is an infinite answer because there is no ending. But my wife, I believe, and truly in my heart, feels that when we talk that word, infinite love, together, she understands that that's what I truly, truly feel for her, and she knows that my husband is down for me. And that enables her to reciprocate that to me. And that's what infinite love is all about. You see, the reciprocation is this unending cycle that goes back and forth because it never, ever ends. Never, ever dies definitely reiterate what my husband said. It's infinite. It never ends. And he and I 
and I have something that we share. We also have tattoos on our left wrist. And someone emailed us and asked us what is this tattoo made That's what it is. Mine says infinite love. Doug says infinite love. And I know love, 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 love is basically what our show is all about. But that's what it is, you guys. You know, feel it and want to share. Yes, and I would say that the world definitely needs more of it because the more of it that we're spread, it's just gonna keep, it's gonna keep pushing the needle. I mean, it's gonna last for some time. And hello. Well, we'll let that caller catch back up with us. I know there's a lot of people sitting on the line. Hello. Just enjoying the... Hello. Oh, Hello. Yes, caller. Hey, is this Dr. Christie? Yes. Hey, this is Soul Talk calling. Hi, how are you, Soul Talk? Good. How y'all doing? Oh, we're fantastic. Good, good. Just wanted to call and show some love for your show because I, I haven't been able to um, catch y'all live. I keep going and listening to... The um the archive feeds and you know just leaving comments so I figured I wanted to catch y'all live and just show some love and let you know that I'm supporting your show. Oh, thank you. So much. Yes, we appreciate it. I, I believe was Soul Talk was the first blog talk that we did, right, baby? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. It, it gave us a real good feel for what blog talk was about, and we truly appreciate you calling in and checking in with us, and, and we will do the same on your show, no question. No problem, no problem. Actually, I've had quite a few people ask about you guys, and um, and the, they were talking about the segment that y'all did on my show. They were like, you know, we really enjoyed that, and when are you going to have them on again? So I said, well, you know, I'm going to talk to them about it and see what they say, and we'll see. Oh, that's beautiful. And why don't you tell our callers, our listeners out there, what's Okay. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Why don't you tell our listeners out there what your show is so they can tune in definitely and listen as well. Okay. Um, My show basically is about um, poetry, spoken word, and music. And um, I feature various artists that are, you know, um, up-and-coming artists that are trying to get themselves known and then people who are already established, um, you know, and then want to showcase their art. So, and then I also have, have other segments that are about other things, but that's the primary basis for the show. And um, it's, uh, I'm trying to get it to where it's scheduled regularly uh, throughout the week. And uh, this coming week I have four shows um, set up. And on Wednesday night, um, something for the ladies, I have um, a show that's showcasing all-female um, poets. So it's going to be at like six of them um, that are all, they're all well-known, and it's going to be a recurring segment. So um, you all might want to tune in and check that out. Oh, most definitely. We would tune in. Thank you so much for that. And I hope everybody out there listening, you guys tune in to Soul Talk Show. It's a great show, and, and he's saying something, you know, and that's a wonderful thing to be getting some knowledge and, and enjoying content as well. Yeah. And the, the address for that is um, Blog Talk radio.com slash expression love and passion and um, you can check out all the other shows that I've done um, in the past couple of months so it's starting to pick up more and more so and you know I'm still putting information out there about you guys as well and letting my listeners listeners know to come check your show out and go get your book thank you so much that's beautiful I appreciate it yes so uh, thank you so much for calling in no problem y'all take care and uh, hopefully we'll
God. Thank you so much. And, honey, there's there's one more. Again, it's it's so beautiful to hear from nice guys like so talking, just different people supporting what you're doing and what you're about. But there's a question specifically sent to you, and it says, Doug, did you, how come you joined the NBA and did you enjoy your career? That's off of romance, but they want to oh. know. I will say that the joining the NBA was a, a lifelong goal of mine. I started out, and I said this before, playing soccer. And then once I picked up a basketball, I, I knew the passion that I had for it, and it was a sport that I truly loved. And from that point, being a little kid, I watched the NBA all the time, and I said, this is truly where I want to go. And that took me on a fantastic journey from high school to college and ultimately to the, to the NBA. And that's beautiful, honey. And I want to say to everybody before we sign off, I want you to tell. I want to tell you what my favorite sport is, and that would be. Check it out. <laughs> Girl, you is something else. I love that song, everybody. And you got to tune in next week to hear it again. So I'm gonna just give you that a little bit. I'm gonna tease you. See, now it's all gone. But thank you so much for joining us again. For a wonderful show, I feel rejuvenated and excited. I got to spend time with my lover, my husband, my soulmate, my best friend, Mr. Doug Christie. And I'll see you all next week. Peace. Mad respect to everybody out there. Thank you again.